Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. Empowerment for all. This is a story about control. My control. Control of what I say, control of what I do. And this time I'm going to do it my way. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Are we ready? I am. Because it's all about control. And I've got lots of it. Yes, control. I'm in control. How about you? Welcome once again to Empowerment for All. I am your host and creator, Yolanda McTeer. Today is Wednesday, January 25th. You are tuned in to a new segment of Midday Prayer and Discussion. Heavenly Father, we ask right now that you touch everybody that is listening, everyone that will listen, that you give them the strength and deposit into their heart, mind, soul, and spirit the influential attitude of motivation to not give them a balance of security to know, Father, Lord God, that you've not left them, you've not forsaken them. Because they trust in you, they love you, and they keep you first, you will never leave them nor forsake them. God, we ask right now that you cover every person that is traveling today, whether it's to work, grocery store, pick up their children, whatever they're doing, Father, in the airports, on the buses, however they're going and getting around today, you cover them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, making your grace sufficient. God, oftentimes we don't understand why you've done what you've done, but we know there is a time for all of us. It's in your word. Ecclesiastics 3, it's a time for everything in life. 
the time for us to be born, the time for us to die. But, Father, while we're here, we ask that you sustain, you sustain, maintain, and refrain any negativity, hurt, harm, or danger from us, Father. Father, we ask that you forgive our sins of our forefathers, God, things that oftentimes that we have come to earth and have to pay penance and be served punishment for what they did. God, we ask that you give grace, mercy, and covering and forgive them, Father, and don't allow us to suffer. Accept our knees bowed before you at the altar, God, asking for forgiveness for their sins and their, and their detrimental guilt and lies and filth that they did does not fall on us or our children. In Jesus' name. In a moment. Now, 
of course, you know, things were topsy-turvy at times. Things got a little off balance, but God made a way out of no way, like he always does. He never leaves me, never forsakes me. But unfortunately, the manager and the assistant manager were very bitter, very angry, hostile, didn't seem to really take a liking to my indifference from everyone else that was in the complex. And when I say indifference, because I was black, and the majority, 97.9, if not 98% of the tenants were Caucasian. And even from the day that I moved in, the assistant manager expressed her distastefulness and dislike to who I was. And after collaborating and speaking to a few uh tenants who didn't stay long but left, they had the same experience. Also, I read a couple of reviews. They had the same experience just coming in to tour the place. They were not fond of people of different races um, that did not look like them, which was Caucasian. So moving forward, it got down to the wire in September where it was just the community had changed. Um, It was still new, of course, but the presence of the property had changed to become very busy. People from everywhere uh, were coming over to the property, especially on Sundays. It became a community nightclub slash disco, drug infested, urine hall infested with dogs, uh, urine, you could smell. Property uh, gates that were supposed to be secure, entering the parking garage never worked. Doors that were supposed to be secure with key entry, uh, key cards, especially my floor, didn't work from like the fourth month I stayed there. It always stayed broke. So these were the things that you just took note of and then trying to work out in the workout facility uh, became more of a harassment situation than a comfort. And you just really couldn't enjoy the property. Even getting on the elevators, so often time it reeked dog urine. You could see the dog urine on the ground. They didn't want to clean it. Uh, the mailbox area uh, with papers and, you know, flyers everywhere. And, and then we had to end up paying, hear me clearly, we had to end up paying to get our packages shipped. So we had to get an account, which was so outrageous because why do I have to pay a monthly fee to get my own packages? It's not my fault whoever built this complex did not supply enough boxes and area for the tenants to receive their packages. You all should be responsible for that. So that became another issue. So oftentimes, if you did not want your package left at the door, because people began to steal packages, uh, package pirates, as we call them, you'd have to go pick it up. So here it is now, you're inconvenienced because you may be working or taking care of some business. You've got to go to the facility that you're paying a monthly rent, (laughs) monthly fee, excuse me, included in your lease to this apartment complex to pick up your own package. How inconvenient is that? So really at this point, um, I had just really had enough. I had just really, really had enough. And then it was a neighbor that I noticed every time I leave my home, he would come come out of my home. I really enjoyed the neighborhood because the neighborhood was a very, very uh, fluent neighborhood. And for me, I love to get out and enjoy nature. So I would enjoy my walking, which was a great form of exercise, but it became very too convenient and too coincidental every time that I would leave my home and walk, here's this same neighbor. So that raised a red flag, and I felt very uncomfortable. So, And then I would notice oftentimes if I'm in a workout center, here comes this same person. So it began to get to a point now, are we borderline harassing me, stalking me, or what are we doing here? I should not see you every single time. Um, this, is, this is a problem. 
So moving forward, also there was a water bottle left outside of my door um, that had um, a knife in it. I was very disturbed by that, and management took no responsibility, told me they didn't see it on camera, but they lied because they saw me picking up the water bottle with the knife with some rubber dishwashing gloves on, put it in a trash bag. I never brought it into my home and take it to the dumpster, but you could not see who placed it there. That's a bold-faced lie. You saw it, but you chose not to deal with it because you didn't care. So also, it, it, it just was not a comfortable setting anymore. And, you know, there were other things going on that just weren't balancing out. I wasn't really happy um, in the city and state, and I had prayed to God asking him I was ready to leave. Be careful what you ask God to do because he'll move for you, but his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So it had come down to the wire, and I said, you know what, um, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to break my lease. My lease actually wasn't due to end until March of 2023. I called them September and told them I'm giving them a 60-day notice, which I had talked with them prior, the manager, the assistant manager, some months back, probably about four or five months prior to that, and asked them some options if I had to leave, what were my options, and they had shared that with me. That was an option, give us a 60-day notice. So I called and gave them a 60-day notice. And at the time, you know, I was dotting my I's and crossing my T's, and I'm very frugal with my money. And I said, well, okay. They also expressed to me there'll be a roulette. I think it's called a roulette fee because, you you know, you're getting out of your lease before term. That's fine. And they also expressed to me it's customary if I did not pay the rent by the 5th that they would have to file. It doesn't mean they're going to evict me. They'd have to, they would still have to follow the company's policy, which is filed in the court system, but I still, of course, could pay it because once you pay it, it does not go forth as an eviction. So, okay, so I thought to myself, I said, well, okay, I'm going to take this money and venture into a new place, and I'll just pay them, you know, a little later. And I did that. So it was so ironic because the time that I was there, uh, the court system was so backed up, they couldn't even get a court date because uh, they were very abstinent, very abstinent uh, about moving forward in a negative manner toward me. They could not get a court date. God just wouldn't let it happen. And this went on <laughs> well up into the 60 days that I left. That's just how bad. And that's I'm not laughing because many people are going through this. I'm laughing because what they set out to do did not manifest. They were hoping to get the eviction, but the eviction did not take place. As I had stated in my podcast on Monday, you have to go through the full process for an eviction to be enforced. I was never served. I never got a court date, never received an email about a court date. They never called and told me I had a court date all the way up until my 60th day when I moved out. But here's the thing. It could have went a different way. Even if I had went to court, I was prepared because I was just going to pay it. So once again, even if you pay it, the judge is going to say, okay, you agree to pay and then vacate your 60 days. I would have told him, yes, Your Honor, that is correct. So it still wouldn't have been an eviction. But here's how God moves. Since they were so nasty and I had asked them um, about a few other things that I asked them to so made a video, always make a video of your apartment when you move out so it substantiates that there's no damage because oftentimes they will go in there intentionally and damage the place and charge you for it. So I made a video and 
emailed it to the manager. There was no damage to the apartment. I still have the video to this day. But they decided to still be low down and nasty and charge me for new carpet and new walls. There's nothing wrong with the carpet. There's nothing wrong with the walls. You're going to have to change the carpet anyway. It's customary. Anytime a tenant has lived there, you have to give a refreshment to the apartment, which means the carpet has to be pulled up and replaced, and the walls have to be painted. So why are you charging me for that? So any little thing just to aggravate me, just any little thing. But here is what I want to share with you all. You do not have to stay in an apartment that you do not like. Management, the management or the management company who they've hired, because most of the time those are management companies. They do not own the apartment complexes. The real owners you will not see. They hire these management companies to run their properties and collect their money, run the applications, you know, and just handle everything that they don't have to tend to. Do not become intimidated by them. Do not let them stress you. Do not let them take your mindset that you start having a heart attack, you're panicking, because a lot of things they're doing is totally illegal. If there is no eviction that has been enforced and you've not been served and given a vacate date, it is illegal for them to come put a lock on your door. And they knew I knew my tenant law, so they knew the remainder time that I was there. I never had any locks put on my door. They never came and put any notices on my door. They never came and harassed me because you have to express to them that you have actually read this lease. Those lease paragraphs that you sign are very important because everything that you need as a tenant to hold you in the right position of a powerful standing that you cannot be put out is in your lease. But they know the majority of us, because there's so many pages, so many paragraphs, we don't read it. I literally have read apartment leases from page one to the end, however many pages, it is. Some have 25, some have 30. It doesn't matter because I always wanted to become educated on my rights as a tenant. And lawfully, they cannot evict you from the property until you get a final judgment from the judge. They can't make up a date. They cannot come tell you they have a date. This all has to be served to you by the court. And the court is not going to put themselves in jeopardy to be sued to please a management company. Most of the time, the management company are filling themselves. I see it all the time on TikTok. These managers, like the manager and assistant manager I have, they're upset because we as tenants are coming in here, and God has blessed us, and we can afford these nice places. Even times I will go in the office, and here I got I to gotta hear a pity party. Oh, you know, the owner ain't really paying us enough money. It's not fair. Okay, well, what's not fair is this. If you don't like the job and you feel the pay is not worthy of it, quit. But don't make the tenant be liable for your misery. You don't know what we've had to go through. You don't know what we had to endure. And we very well are in our harvest season because we work and have done what we need to live in this type of complex. But, no, you want to take it, make it personal and be mediocre in your mindset and say, oh, well, they're not worthy or they're indifferent to me, but how come they can have and I don't have? That's a mental problem. You need therapy. So what's suffering on the back end is the owners are not understanding that high turnover ratio wouldn't be so high if they would get management companies 
in there who really had a personable attitude, who didn't take it personal, and really had the vested mindset to run their property to the standard that it is built on. But no, on the flip end, the management companies mess it up. I read review after review after review, and I'm still reading reviews for this management company. They're horrible. They're not taking care of the apartment complex, and the things I'm sharing with you have been done to other people. So, no, I'm not going to blame the owner because it's not, it's not his fault. It's the management company. They literally sucked. My advice to you today on apartment rentals, once again, you as the tenant, read your lease. Do not be threatened. It is customary. That's company policy. That's something that they, they cannot get around. It's company policy. If you have a time frame, which most apartments, if not all of them, have a time frame in that window that you have to pay your rent. The majority of them is from the first of the month to the fifth of the month. If you don't pay it on the fifth, it's late on the sixth. Then you're going to late fees from like the sixth until the tenth. Usually around the tenth is when the company requires that they go and file notice for you to vacate the property or pay the rent. Doesn't mean they're evicting you. They're wanting their payment at this time because now you're getting into half of the month and you'll be coming up with another month due. Okay, once they file that, then the court system, and this is in the majority of cities, all the cities I've ever lived in, this is how it takes place. Once they file that in the court system, then you will get a court date. The management company cannot tell you when the court date is so if they call and tell you, oh, your court date is this, they need to show you that. Court system is going to notify the management company, and they're going to notify you because they want you to know because they know management companies years ago were not telling the tenants, and tenants didn't even know they had a date, and people, would, they would just show up and put your stuff out. So the court system has to notify you. Whether they notify you, by, they'll have someone come out and serve you the paper, or they'll send you an email. If you are not served the paper, letting you know the date of the trial, I'm not the trial, letting you know the date that you're to go before the judge or you don't receive an email, you also, too, can call the court because you have a case number. What's my trial date? The clerk will tell you. So until you get a trial date, you still have time to pay your rent. Even when you have that trial date to go before the judge, the judge is going to ask you because the representative from the management company, which will be either your apartment manager or your assistant manager, will be there. The judge is going to ask you, where do you stand on your rent? Do you have it? Do you have a portion of it? Have you asked them to work out a payment plan with you? Where do you stand? At that time, only you and you alone will know your financial situation. Tell the judge. The apartment manager or assistant manager is going to tell the judge at this point either we, we will accept their rent or we want them to pay and leave. That's fine. After both sides state their case to the judge, the judge is going to in return tell you, okay, if you say you don't have it, the judge is going to say, okay, here is the official date, Mr. or Miss, you have to leave the property. That means you need to move your belongings out because of this your belongings are not out by the end of this day that the judge gives you. The next morning, they, the apartment complex has the right to turn the key, come in, and put all your belongings out. Now, if the apartment manager or assistant manager agrees to accept your rent and you do have it, 
you pay it in the form that they want you to pay, which nine times out of ten is usually a cashier's check or a personal check, and you move forward. But nothing is final until you get it from the judge. And the judge is not going to verbally speak it to you only. It's going to be a signed document. The clerk is going to give you a document that says you must vacate the property. So stop being hoaxed and duked and threatened and intimidated by these apartment managers and managers who are trying to run these complexes, and they don't own it, and they're not the court system. If you don't like it, my advice to you before I end my segment today is this. Go to them. Give them a 60-day notice. They're going to charge you a relet fee. You've got to pay the 60 days. Get your movers. Start looking for a new place. Move on. Oftentimes, too, because they want money, even if you don't get a court date, like in my situation. God really blessed me. There was no court date ever set. Work out a payment plan with them. Send you what you owe them because they still want the money. So don't stress. Be blessed. You are victorious because what you have in your hand, which is that lease, a signed document, is in your favor. Just read it and remember, if it's time to go, God will not show up. He's going to close the door. So if you have to leave, do not walk away in tears. Walk away in joy because where he's taking you is better than where you're leaving. Remember, God can see what you can't see. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. And to, my goodness, thank you so much for tuning in today to today's Jumpstart segments of 2023 every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 Central Standard Time, here at Empowerment for All, Midday Prayer and Discussions. I will be opening up the discussions. I didn't get a chance today to uh, send out the dial-in number, but I will be opening up for live calls to come in and give discussions and ask questions. Remember, Empowerment for All serves love, light, and positivity. Any negative or imprudent call will be disconnected. And podcasts can be edited. So if you think you said something before you get disconnected on, it will be edited out because darkness and ugliness is not welcomed here and will not be entertained here. Keep God first. Follow me on social media at Twitter at YMcTeer. Instagram at Sassy Elite Me. I no longer have Facebook. I deleted it. It really didn't serve a purpose for me. I'm praying for you as well as I know you stand in faith and grow in God. Buy my book, The Tragic Times of a Woman. Everything you need is in my bio links on my social media pages. God is good. And remember, you got this. And to the next segment on Friday, be blessed and keep God first. Peace and shalom. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory. Woo! <laughs> you better put them hands together. And act like you know up in here. Cheap, peace. Put your hands up.
church up in here. Come on. Make me cut. 